Welcome to the Pantheon Plus Rewind. Hello friends and future friends. Welcome to episode 129 of the Pantheon Plus Rewind, our weekly podcast covering Pantheon, Rise of the Fallen, and its growing community. This week, we update you on our calendar. We fish for topics and catch something spicy. Make sure we shout out our community creators. And lastly, we end with new question from The Lore You Know. Stock up on snacks. It's time for a gaming session. Join me and my exploratory co-host, Theric, for this week's slightly brief rewind. You know, I really thought about kind of like feigning exhaustion, you know, for our (laughs) recording, just like... I don't have to feign it. I'm actually exhausted. (laughs) You're already exhausted. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm already exhausted. Yes, I'm not in a good place because we're going to, we're going to, we're going into a time when I need lots of energy and I'm already feeling pretty exhausted. It was a long week, long day, busy, very busy day. So I don't have to feign. Well, hey, yeah, you can just roll, no acting on your part. Um, (laughs) I hope you get some good sleep tonight or you yeah. know, several nights ago, but <laughs> you know, well, I'm going to do everything I can. Yeah. I'm going to drink some chamomile tea. I'm going to, I'm going to listen to some nice soothing music. I'm going to like read. I'm not going to go on my, my screen, my iPad right before bed. I'm going to do everything I can to get a good night. Very nice. Then I, I hope, uh, I hope our session goes well and, or went well. I <laughs> say so this is going to be so, so weird, uh, because, we're going to be coming out of this session pretty much when this premieres, uh, just as our audience yeah. uh, is aware. Uh, so feel free to mess with us in in the chat because we're going to probably be a bit out of sorts, but hopefully in a good mood, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. The, the The thing is that I think that our, our mood will be, um, you know, <laughs> we will be the determinants of our own mood at that point uh, because <laughs> we will determine how much sleep we get, you know, and how much we don't. So we'll see. We will see. But you know what else puts me in a good mood? What's that? Our fantastic adventuring party. So <laughs> we've so got nice. we've got Ziplocks on the Dark Rogue, Sparrow on the Elf Ranger, Bounty Code on the Human Wizard, Screech on the Scar Bard, Wiki Woo on the Human Enchanter, Shuriken on the Dwarf Cleric, Horsosaurus on the Human Warrior, Fury Wrath on the Archive Summoner, Bavejo on the Gnome Wizard, Acera Avienda on the Elf Ranger, Churdude on the Halfling Direlord, and Galarain Moonsong on the Elf Ranger. Um, so, once again, thanks a bunch for our uh, adventuring party for you know being so generous and supportive of us, and you know our party is consistently getting more raid-like. <laughs> Um, it's, it's really exciting. Every time I see the graphic, I'm like, what? Who are you people? (laughs) (laughs) Makes you want to go a raiding. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, if you want to join this raid, go ahead and check out our Patreon page linked in the description. Uh, Or if you're here for the, uh, you know, probably kind of (laughs) sleepy premiere, uh, coffee fueled premiere. It got you definitely coffee fueled. Um, but yeah, feel free to drop a super chat and we'll get your name on the next rewind scrolling banner. Uh, and of course, if you miss the premiere, uh, YouTube also has a super thanks down in the comments and, uh, we'll do the same thing for that. So as usual, thanks again for keeping us pushing forward and doing the best we can. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, with that, let's, let's get into our 
super packed show of totally tons <laughs> of important content and stuff. <laughs> this week in Visionary Realms News and Notes. Wait, wait, what? Oh, wait, right. That's what I'm hearing. The sound of silence. <laughs> I thought I lost you there for a second. I, I thought I lost myself for a second there. Actually, I was I was on the mute button a little too, uh, too heavy fingered. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> it is a no news week here at the Rewind. That's why we're, we're being a little uh, a little squirrely here and uh, having some fun. Uh, you know, we would think that these weeks are actually more common than they are because, you know, how, how do you have news every single week? But uh, we actually managed to usually find something to talk about, but <laughs> this week it's very, very quiet on the VR front. Of course, you know, we, we are certainly in the midst of the calm before the storm, yeah. uh, as you may or may not know, and we've alluded to already several times, we, uh, we are on the, on the cusp of a pre-alpha test. Now we record on Friday nights, as some of you know, and some of you don't, um, that means that pre-alpha testing hasn't occurred for us yet. But by the time you're hearing this, it has, it will have occurred and maybe some news has come out of that by, by that time on Sunday. So who knows? Um, but for now we are in steady anticipation mode. So I don't want to ramble on pointlessly. So we'll just embrace the still of the night. I like that. That's the news. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I do too. Let's, let's enjoy it while we have it. It's not often we get nice silence. So that's it for this week's VR news. But <laughs> we will talk about what's going on on <laughs> Bandcamp <wait>. Plus. <laughs> but wait, there's more. I'm very off today. I don't know why. My, my, my cadence, my sequencing is all off. But anyway, let's look at the calendar for Pantheon Plus um, for the week of December 5th through to the 11th. Now, on Monday night, of course, as always, Drac and his crew are doing Vanguard still on, the, on our Twitch channel, the Pantheon Plus Twitch channel. Now, the MMO 101 and 201 show, we are still doing Embers Adrift, and I want to happily announce that for the 201, Sparrow is going to be joining us as a regular hey. uh, member of our party in Embers Adrift, at least until we move on to the next game, which we haven't announced yet, but we are definitely working on uh, you know, what's coming after that, because we aren't going to do Embers forever. We are going to move on eventually. But, um, so that's Tuesday nights at 9 o'clock Eastern on our, on our Twitch channel with the 101 crew. And Thursday nights at 7 o'clock Eastern on our YouTube channel right here with me and Desrin and our crew. Uh, so there's that. Then on Wednesday, our favorite fan fiction writer, Ben and I, has another article in his series called Panning for Gold coming out. You'll find that on our Pantheon Plus website. That's pantheon.plus. And uh, then on Thursday as well, after Sparrow is done with us, with us, she may also be doing some WoW streaming. Now, I'm not sure about this because she may be one may be uh, superseding the other. We don't know yet, but that is on the calendar for now. So check out Sparrow's channel, uh, her Twitch channel, if you want to know more. You can also find her here in the Pantheon Plus Discord if you want to uh, at her there and find out what's going on with her schedule. On Friday, Redbeard Flynn is playing some Baldur's Gate 3, a game that I am super excited for, but have been very uh, disciplined about staying away from up to this point. Because yeah, it's wait for it to yet. release, yeah. Yes, I am definitely waiting on the final version of that game because it is far too important of a game in my pantheon of <laughs> great games in my, in my <laughs> life. Nice. That, uh, it has to be good. So, uh, and then on Friday as well, Man of Rohan has a song. 
the Amenthiel, I can't remember the full name of it, but it is referencing Queen Amenthiel, the Queen of Thronefast. And uh, they, I know this has been in the works for quite a while, and uh, Man of Rohan has been working on it quite hard. And if you've paid attention to his previous efforts, you know the quality that you can expect from this. Yeah, it's going to be... subscribed to his channel. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be super awesome. And it's called uh, For Amenthiel the Dauntless. I, nice. I got to look it up for you. Thank you. Yes. So I'm very much looking forward to that and hearing that on his channel. So that's the calendar. I also want to mention in terms of us at the Rewind here, uh, we will be taking a Christmas break. So there will be no Rewind coming up on December 25th or January 1st. So we're taking two weeks off. Uh, again, we have, so that's two more shows after this one, two more shows still until that yeah, happens. Just so giving you a heads up. <laughs> giving you a, a big heads up so that you can make some plans and, and not uh, be disappointed when the two weeks come around. Uh, I do want to note that our show right before we take those two weeks off on December 18th, uh, we are going to do something special for the holidays. As we do, we do giveaways. And then we are definitely going to be doing some under the tree giveaways for the holiday season that we uh, have done traditionally on this time of the year. And uh, maybe have some other things lined up to uh, make it a special holiday themed show. But you we will know. see. Desert and I, <laughs> you never know. Yeah, This is a probably news to Desert too, because he's like, what is this? What are you talking <laughs> yep, about? This, this is ever... the first I've seen of it. And I'm like, I <laughs> yeah. guess, I guess we are. Yeah, we're totally. We haven't really. That. Yeah, we haven't really talked about this yet. I just threw it in there, but uh, I figure you'd be okay. Oh yeah, I'm always down for, you know, giveaways and extra special stuff. Right on. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, that is really now this week's (laughs) VR News and Notes. When the Pantheon community speaks, we listen. So let's dig into the forums and fan projects to see what the discussion's all about. All right, I'm I'm not going to sugarcoat this for you guys. Uh, The forums, the official forums are uh they're kind of dead <laughs> lately <laughs> uh just not not a lot of uh stuff going on there um and uh, we really needed something for this week's community discussion <laughs> uh but i i couldn't find anything that you know we haven't already talked about or you know all, all that but uh so we're gonna kind of start our own community discussion and i think we're gonna tackle something that we might not have ever talked about before uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but, uh, you know, as you all know, uh, just to kind of get this started, uh, depending on how well the test that, you know, we're coming out of, uh, <laughs> um, goes, uh, there, there's going to be a following test that'll be live streamed by co-carnage, um, and only by co-carnage. So that's kind of getting to that first point of this discussion, um, exclusivity with content creation. Uh, obviously we're kind of tackling this as content creators, uh, but you know, obviously we're not as big as co either. So, you know, I'd like to think we represent the, the smaller people, uh, here, but I, I would say I've seen quite a bit of, uh, scoffing, <laughs> I'd say, mm-hmm. uh, kind of surrounding the, you know, privileges, because uh, it's what it th- what it is uh, privileges that Co is getting uh, by being kind of the sole streamer um, of this up and coming test. Uh, so that kind of brings me to my prompt, which is: uh, Do you think it's fair that some content creators have and will get privileges to share the game when others don't? Um, and and if right. it's if it's based on stuff like viewer counts, um, is that more fair or less fair? So mm-hmm. let's mm-hmm. let's get this started. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting question um, because we are definitely seeing that now. So, you know, the first thing that comes to my mind is thinking about Co. So thinking about his his position as, uh, you know, for a long time, supporter of Pantheon, stream, uh, you know, uh, uh, had a close relationship with VR, has been somebody who has always said, uh, I am not being paid by VR to do this. This is I'm doing it because I, I want a game like this. I like a game like this. Uh, and that has been, you know, who he is and what he has demonstrated to the community throughout his attachment, if you will, to this game. Yeah. Now things are a little different because he's an investor, I think. Yeah. Uh, so we are we are definitely talking about a somewhat unique situation with Co. Because he is a major investor, not just a, you know, thousand dollars or a couple of thousand dollars. We're talking about a million, you know, plus investment of some sort. Um, well, and to be clear, just because uh, we don't know that for sure, because um, he invested in a round that added up to, you know, the two. That's you true. Know? So it, it could be a few hundred thousand dollars or something, but still, it, it's huge. I just <laughs> just want to no, be super right. clear about that. Uh, I couldn't remember throwing millions actually. of dollars at the- at the game. Yeah, I couldn't remember as I was saying it what what the exactly the, if they if that was confirmed or not, but you're right. Uh, but any in any event, his his uh position is is no longer as a technically, I mean, just a fan of the game now now an official investor. So there is that aspect of it. But the question is, the question you've posed is is it fair that if we take that out of the equation, if it we're just talking about um content creators being granted access to a game based on um, uh, a viewership view counts or and, uh, yeah, exactly. reach, you know, reach that kind is of good. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that we really are getting to the heart of what does it mean to be a content creator, right? Yeah. What What does that mean exactly? And and I've got some thoughts on this. I mean, I I, I was thinking about this today was after I read our notes and and was thinking about this discussion. But you know, what do you think? I mean, what does it mean to be a content creator? Well, this is uh, the kind of philosophical thing that I really kind of started to come to grips to when thinking about the subject and seeing, you know, a lot of people that are, I would say, like, kind of upset, you know, that they're not included um, in being able to stream the PA or potentially, you know, more tests afterward. Um, We don't know that for sure yet, Um, but it's just been a long time since anyone but Co you know, was allowed to stream the game. Uh, Cause even the Pantheon plus that was not streamed, right. You know, that was filtered, right. right? Pre-recorded. Yeah. And, and I think people really want to, you know, have a chance to share Pantheon, but I'm kind of thinking of the overall question of like, are you doing content creation to promote your subject or the game? Or, I mean, or yourself. Uh, so like, obviously I I think a lot of people would say both, right. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, you want to do this, you know, it's kind of a mutual relationship where you're promoting a thing, but it's also getting you viewership because people are interested in the thing. You're kind of this like proxy, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's right. And so it's kind of made me think a lot about content creation in the sense of like, how do you maximize the mutual benefit of that? Uh, and I don't want to, I don't want to sound like judgy or anything, but I feel like a lot of people, 
uh, not even just in Pantheon, but that, you know, want kind of rights to stream under development games, want it so that they can like be the first, you know, or like a part of the mm -hmm. first, because that gives you a lot of like rep reputation. Um, and, uh, and I mean, for, for example, uh, not to pick on Baz or anything, uh, but like one claim to fame that Baz has is that he's the first person to like play Pantheon, right? Mm -hmm. um, that's mm -hmm. not on the development team or, you know, potentially friends or family. Um, and that obviously started quite the journey <laughs> for him. Uh, and so I think a lot of people see it as a really good opportunity. And when another already established creator like just kind of by default gets that it probably feels bad but to me i'm like i want it to be a mutual thing um i you know if i wanted to uh stream pantheon uh you know part of pantheon plus um which i don't right now to be clear um i i would want to make sure that it's kind of i'm promoting the game uh not that i wouldn't say bad things <laughs> like <laughs> if i came across <laughs> it right um but with as much context as possible and with the uh, don't worry i'm getting to a point here with the competition <laughs> of content creation um because as pantheon gets larger uh more and more people are going to be you know kind of getting into it and trying to one-up each other and you know <laughs> try to get as much audience as possible mm -hmm. like that's just the reality of it and uh and Pantheon's not huge at the moment, but there's a lot of potential for audience and, and that audience has attention that content creators want. Uh, yeah. And you, ha I just want to make sure that if, if I'm streaming the game, it's so that the game gets bigger mm -hmm. and, and we get to share it with our community. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so there's a lot of points you touched on there that I think are worthy of diving into a little bit deeper. The first one being, the, the goal of content creation, y you know, so you framed it as promotional, but also for the game, but also for the creator involved. Yeah. And I want to, I want to sort of take our listeners back to before content creator was a, a term that was thrown around. want to go back to a time before maybe even like the internet was as, as it is and we know it today. Why did, why did people make things about things they liked? You know, why did people, why did people write fan fiction? Why did people do artwork based on, a, an I, you know, a, a franchise they loved or a character that they really connected with or felt spoke to them? They did it because they loved the thing. They loved, it made you have a connection to that property, to that medium in some way. That's. That's the roots of content creation. Now, at what's happened is over time is the barriers to doing that have gotten less and the medium has grown. So now it's, it's you know, it's what we do. It's podcasting, it's videos, it's uh, everything. It's, it's fan fiction still just on a digital, yeah, you yeah. know, on a digital landscape. But there's two different aspects to it still. I think there's still two distinct aspects to it. I think there's the people who make content purely because they love it and there's people who do it commercially and there is some lead over in that absolutely um and and i think what we're seeing is i think we're, we're unfortunately seeing a bit of a divergence between those two spheres 
So the commercial is becoming more distinct and the non-commercial is becoming more distinct as well. And what I what I'm seeing is closer to not really being about promoting the product anymore <clears throat> nor promoting the thing <clears throat> then being come like you said more about one-upping and getting the you know becoming the first to do something becoming the the you know first look yeah you know the exclusive at, at some, the exclusive ass- access and exclusivity be has become much more important than the love of the thing if that makes sense yeah so and I think that as viewers, I think that as consumers of create content creators, we need to become more discerning about who's, what the motivation is to why people are doing what they do. Is it because they love the thing or is it because they love making things? You know what I mean? So, and the reality is when you're talking about working with companies, private companies, creating a product for a marketplace. It is a business relationship because if you are doing things for exclusivity and doing things to get access, you are working as an ad hoc uh, ad agency, you know, a, a, mm-hmm. an agency uh, of the, you know, an advertising agency, a promotion agency, whatever you're doing, there is a relationship there and you have to acknowledge that. And no company is going to want to, agency that's going to do something you know like as much as you say you know i would say whatever i want i would still talk negatively if you're getting something you know you're getting something it's hard it's impossible not to so i think that i think when when we say content creator we need to be very clear about what we're talking about and i and i think that we can't really deny that there is this distinction of what the relationship really is and what the real and who's doing what from what place they're coming from does that make sense i mean yeah I said a lot well there. especially uh when you tie it to co because obviously co has a predisposition um even before being an investor you know uh, and again you know they they don't didn't pay him for the fast streams or anything he right. just wanted to do it and that's why I prefaced it with that, because I think that speaks volumes to what we're going to see. Now, I mean, he he um, is now in a different position. But at the time, that's what I was talking about. Somebody who was doing it for a love of the thing, right? Right. He's at least, in, at least in my assessment. Yeah. At least in my assessment. Other people may disagree with that. But in my assessment, that was, uh, there's a genuineness and a... Uh, value that he brings to the table yeah i so i i I would agree with that i I like that you you pointed to the heart of the matter right um Mm -hmm. and and that's i i would say that's not going to be the easiest thing to really discern you know (laughs) um just because everyone kind of expresses themselves differently and i've found that there are some content creators that have huge audiences that are very honest and <laughs> you know very mm-hmm. uh like their hearts actually in what they're doing uh regardless of you know the specific subject but they're they're not you know just tr- trying to you know ch- chase the views or, or whatever um mm-hmm. and 
I, I don't really expect Pantheon to ever be to the point where it's like, oh yeah, if you talk about Pantheon, that's what'll get you the views, you know? Right, um, right. But, uh, but at the same time, I think there is a lot of value in that, you know, he's, he specifically has shown, I, I'm not in this for money, you know? And in fact, mm-hmm. he's lost money. Let, let me put, put it that way. He has lost <laughs> money covering uh, this, this project. Uh, you know, his viewer accounts when he's talking about Pantheon, they're not the highest <laughs> that, that mm-hmm, he gets. Mm-hmm. Um, his whole audience isn't interested. Some of them are, a good amount are, um, and probably a lot more than most people. Uh, and to answer kind of my own question on that front, I think it's totally fair because that relationship that you mentioned, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it is it is advertising um, yeah. that, hey, f- for now, and actually if if you uh, are okay with me getting into my next point here, un- unless you had some, yeah. Because uh, for now, uh, I think it's pretty safe to say that in-game Pantheon content is clamped down for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, I mean, we've seen so much change <laughs> over the last just year, right? Um, mm-hmm. And much as I wish that people could understand that and contextualize that, having a ton of footage from you know. A bunch of people uh of stuff that is you know certainly not final is mm-hmm. a nightmare um right regardless of you know uh, i don't even want to bring it up but you know there's a lot of folks that think like any company is just trying to like pull this kind of shady stuff right and uh mm-hmm. you know they're they're trying to hide the game so that you know you can't tell that it sucks <laughs> like stuff like that right but but right. the truth is it's it's not done and they of course want to put like paint it in the best light as possible uh along that line of of honesty um but that's a a pretty like fine line i would say it's it's a line that i don't think every content creator really understands um Mm -hmm. and so uh, i'm saying i I think as the game kind of gets more close to what it's going to look like going forward it makes sense that more people can be brought in but for now Having yeah. that single source of PA footage with, you know, Co or, you know, e- even if it wasn't Co, just a single source, I think, mm-hmm. is a really big win for VR mm-hmm. until we get to the point they can open up. Yeah, and that and that brings me to the question that I have in my head right now for you is they've talked about when alpha comes. NDA is, you know, potentially being loosened and there will be more access potentially. How how far do you think they should go with that? You know, what what does that look like in your mind? Because to me, I think what you're saying is absolutely right. And I I worry that we, you know, the exclusivity can serve them, but they they can loosen it and you can get a little bit more, but you don't want to go too far with that. You know, you don't wanna you don't want a free for all, you know. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe you have different thoughts about that. Um, I actually, I am for them opening it up uh, for specific creators, and this is something a lot of a lot of companies do. Uh, you know, they have a partner program, or, or mm-hmm. I mean, not <laughs> that sounds a lot like Twitch partner, not like that, but more just like, hey, this is a, a relationship. Um, you know, we have given you know this s- spread of you know 
50 content creators like yes here's what you you know you can show um but i i think this serves really well in alpha because i i don't think we're gonna have fully open servers at the launch of alpha or maybe even for mm -hmm. a while um through alpha and so i think the the best option when alpha comes is to start some kind of creator kit uh, yep. Which you know they don't really they don't really have right now, but uh, you know a creator kit that you know you can reach out, contact them, uh, you know go through the spiel like you know here's here's when we're having like a session and you can stream mm -hmm. this session uh, and you know maybe a list of a few things that uh, hey th just so you're aware you know this zone is kind of like you know we're not ready to show that so please don't go there. Um, mm -hmm like that kind of stuff that they can still kind of keep a handle on, uh, you know, because uh, 50 is a lot less than potentially thousands. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, and if they have that already set up and then at least those people are all on the same kind of level. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, and then as the game opens up more, you expand it more like that kind of like really slow, steady opening where they still have a little bit of control. That's actually what I think is the most fair um, that you could apply yeah. for a creator program. Yeah. I, I, I like the idea of the creator kit and, and like you say, other games have done that. Um, I, I always try to bring it back to, cause we, we tend to get into this discussion and it leads to leans towards live streaming and leans towards the Twitch side of things. And I like to keep it grounded in content creation from a, curated aspect where i'm talking about things like you know um more curated videos not necessarily streamed gameplay if you know what i'm talking about um and i and i want that to be a part of the the equation where let's say vr puts out challenges to the content creator community saying you know to this week's video challenge or this week's you know audio challenge is to create this and then throw that out there and, and here's you know here's our toolkit that we're going to, we're going to give you, here's some footage, here's some, uh, you know, assets that you can use. And I think that's something that I'd like to see. It doesn't really, there isn't really a, an example of that I can think of, but I, I do feel like sometimes things on the content creator side are leaning a little too heavily towards, towards the Twitch streaming, the live streaming gameplay situation. Hmm. And I know people want to see that. I'm not saying against that. I'm saying, let's let's take it to the next level and let's put out content creation challenges and projects and things for people to do because um personally myself i enjoy doing that more yeah than the live streaming aspect of things um yeah i i think then you know they they have had a streamer program that that was there is a a, a spreadsheet or a application that they did have at one time that people right. they've put out there publicly for people to apply for when the time comes so I believe that's still a thing. Um, but yeah, like an asset kit has never really been a thing, never really been something that's available to people. But again, I think if you are truly doing it from a place of this inspires me, I feel connected to this, um, you get creative with it. And I, and I, sometimes I feel like the creativity is um, lost when we don't have access to those things, but it also can inspire that creativity because you have to sort of be more resourceful with what you're using. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Limitation. You know what, I mean? uh, what is, yeah. 
Limitation is the, oh my gosh. Mother of invention. There we go. <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, so I'd like to see, I'd like to see people rising to the challenge, the content creator challenge when it isn't made easy for you. Because yeah. I think that speaks to what you're trying to accomplish and where you're coming from. It's actually a, an excellent point. And I just got, I got to shout out our, <laughs> our community here a little bit because, uh, I, I follow other games pretty closely. Um, other games that have a really strong creator presence. And a lot of times, if there's not a news thing, like some recent event that's coming out, uh, there's no content. Like it has right. to be incited right. uh, by right. you know the, the company or whatever. And I got to shout out our community for coming up with other stuff. <laughs> um, right. I, I think that's amazing. <laughs> It's exactly what I'm talking about. I, I've seen it criticized too, actually. And I've seen people say, how can you make all this content when there is no game yet? And I always, it always strikes me a little bit that that seems backwards. It's backwards <laughs> criticism. It's like, well, I'm making the content because I want there to be a game. And that's another point that I was, I wanted to raise too, Desert is, you know, we, we, we speak of, content creators but who has who has an interest in in a game like pantheon and pantheon is unique because it's crowdfunded there's a unique nature to this game when it comes to content creation because technically everybody who's pledged given vr any money whatsoever it is in their best interest to have this game come out because they have given some money to the game <laughs> yeah. and they want it so that does i think um color the nature of the content that is created around this game because as content creators i, I mean i speak for myself i don't want to speak for anybody else i want to make content that helps pantheon come to life i want to do things that help it get there once it's there and in the public realm and it's no longer crowdfunded now it's just supported by whatever their monetization is I think things will change. And I'm not saying like, I'm going to start being all negative. I'm saying like, you have to understand that there's a different, there's different factors than in play because yeah. it's no longer like this thing could fail and go off the rails at any minute, or this thing could never see the light of day, which that is where we are right now. You have to admit that like, you have yeah. to acknowledge yeah. that is a very real possibility. So if you are making content for this game, you should want to get it to launch so that you can continue to make content for it. I, maybe that's a, maybe well, that's a circular And I think reasoning. that's kind of what we were touching on, you know, in an attempt to be more uh, careful about wording, I guess, earlier, but it, it's having to do with the heart behind, like, why you're making the content. And if you're, if you're doing it for, to make the game successful, to make yourself successful. Uh, and after, right. like, I, I, I do totally believe that there's a, a nice middle ground of like crossover there where just kind of everyone benefits. Um, but if, if you, you know, lean towards the side of like, well, I'm just going to try to, you know, grab anything that is going to, you know, boost me. Um, uh, this isn't really the project to do that. <laughs> I would say well, it, it, because of the nature is. of its volatility. It's, it's especially vulnerable to that. Yeah, I would say. I mean, I could make a con. I could make content about um, Elden Ring, 
and be absolutely critical of it. Be, you know, say it's the worst game in the world. You know, they're not going to go out of business because I'm making content like that, right? It doesn't really, I mean, depending on the size of my platform, maybe, but it, they're not really worried about that to a great extent. Visionary Realms and, and Pantheon is, they're vulnerable to that. They are, you know, like the, you have to understand that the crowdfunding and they'll tell you every time they stream is they are a crowdfunded game. You know, they need the crowdfunding to continue. <laughs> so let's be real about it. Like, let's be, let's be real about what we're dealing with here. Um, because it, it's a different, it's a different ball game. Yeah. So uh, I think that there's, and I think that that distinction is kind of lost sometimes when you're talking about the bigger platform of content creation yeah because it's a it's different it's different things for different games and different projects and different types of media that you're making content about you know so so, so just, to bring it all that, the way uh, around like it, it the you know original kind of like question i guess mm-hmm. of whether it's fair for some content creators to have you know privileges um when when some mm-hmm. don't and content creator as loose as possible right mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so what we're kind of saying is that it, it is fair to have exclusivity because of kind of the volatility of the project yes right yes yeah i think it is i think i think that is fair i think it's see I, i'm struggling with the word fair because yeah, yeah i, I mean <laughs> why does it, it doesn't really have to be fair it, this isn't like some sort of like you know this isn't like government regulation how about that yeah even appropriate i i mean what's appropriate is what gets pantheon made you know <laughs> hey, like they, I love that's what's that. appropriate honestly like that's kind of the pin in it <laughs> it's like let's yeah. let's yeah i mean that's that's where i land anyways um this isn't like this isn't like some sort of democracy or, or like a um regulate regulatory me- medium where everybody has a, a a right to stream the game or, or have access to the game this is a thing where they're trying to do the best thing they can for their game while also uh while also being connected to their community and doing right by their community yeah so is it fair i don't know is it appropriate i think so for them <laughs> you know yeah, yeah is it appropriate for us as general public as people who are interested in this and i mean yeah again us as content creators or us as you know anybody who wants access to the game that's a different thing i think but speaking just generally on every content creator out there of course i think it's fair because i think if you've shown a genuine passion for the game that should be the only criteria. Yeah. And and it really comes full circle when we have to consider, you know, if Co uh as as this, you know, singular focus right now uh presents the game in a way that gets more interest uh using his platform, mm-hmm. uh, it, it serves all the content creators and their communities as well because uh, you know, people are going to see the game as it's supposed to be uh and and then they can get more excited about Pantheon and find all all the other you know content creators and stuff and and because uh, I know we're we're kind of going on with this. Um, I I think 
at the end of the day, this isn't forever, right? Uh, as yeah. soon as the NDA is gone, everyone's, you know, every MMO <laughs> content creator, mm-hmm. they're going to touch on Pantheon and it's going to be, it's going to be wild. Right. Um, but the important thing is the game's going to be in a, a place where it's ready for that to happen. And, uh, that's kind yeah. of why I have, I hold the position that I do, um, right. for now. Right. right. I, yeah, I agree. And then I think that the floodgates will open. And, and we'll be in a, we'll be having a much different conversation at that time. And that's, that's, that's fine. Yep. That's fine. Well, uh, to, to finalize all this, uh, I did kind of want to point people somewhere, uh, cause I know we have a lot of, uh, content creators or aspiring content creators in our, in our community. Um, and so now that we've talked about all this, um, if you do want to contact, uh, VR about content creation, you know, and any related side of that um you can actually just directly contact ben dean uh his email is ben at visionaryrealms.com which uh <laughs> i gotta say this is so funny because how many bens <laughs> are at visionary realms there's a lot of bens it's, it's, yeah it's ben heavy it's it's ben heavy it's uh it's chris heavy even as well um <laughs> yes, so whoever it, holds the chris at right. visionary realms you know the og chris <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, I, that was totally off, off topic, but, but that's kind of the place to reach out, um, for now. Uh, this is kind of, I guess a bit of news, uh, visionary realms did just hire a new community manager, uh, and their name is, uh, Savanya who they're, you know, they're mm-hmm. currently on the discord right now, kind of getting, uh, they're getting set up, getting acquainted with people and, and all this, they are from the community. Uh, and you know, that that's great. Right. Um, but uh, there's going to be that usual delay between them hiring and like the official announcement when they're like on the team page and everything uh, and everything's all like super legit. So uh, I say all this just to let, you know, uh, aspiring people know that uh, things may change, but uh, for now, uh, definitely reach out to Ben if you need to. Uh, I can attest to Ben being pretty awesome to work with. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. Pantheon Plus is kind of, been working with him for years now right so yeah i i i have i every time i've reached out to ben i've had perfectly uh excellent communication with him and and such a nice guy and and very very helpful and very kind and just warm to deal with i remember when he was they were doing a developer roundtable it was him and jn and they (laughs) they were joking about my lore videos and saying how soothing my voice was and he was he was so complimentary, so I always kept that in mind. <laughs> uh, well, uh, lastly, I you know can't finish this segment without saying you know if you are a content creator in the Pantheon space, reach out to us. <laughs> you know, reach out to us here at Pantheon Plus. Yeah. Um. You know, while we're we're not affiliated with Visionary Realms, to be clear, uh, our our mm-hmm. platform is all about you know Pantheon content creators and building the community up by collaborating and you know, cross promotion. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, don't be shy. Uh, we're here. Uh, so if you're, yeah, you listen, especially, uh, cause you're already in the community if you're a listener. So yeah, <laughs> that, that's, that's how this Pantheon plus snowball has become what it is <laughs> by, by, you know, offering people a chance to share their passion for creation of content about Pantheon. And that's why, that's why I say what I say when it's about, it's about passion. It's about belief in the thing. It's not about being advertising or promotional it's like 
just if you love doing something about, you know, and want to be, want to share that, yeah. you know, we have a, we have a platform for that. So we're happy to, we're happy to do it. And, and the more unique, the better. <laughs> Seriously. Like if you've seen any of this stuff that we do, well, you know, we're, we don't discriminate. <laughs> Everything's available. Like if you want to make a, you know, a puppet show, although that's, yeah, that's been done. Bag. Yeah. That's been done. I mean, there really is the <laughs> list of things that haven't been done is getting shorter every day. So um, uh, I love know. it creativity yeah um (laughs) that that's that topic hopefully uh you guys have your opinions and you know you can you know same in chat or uh comments and stuff i'm really curious how like you know non-content creators uh, other content creators that haven't shown up in the pantheon space like get your thoughts in on this uh and uh we'll we'll read them and and see what what everyone's uh everyone's thinking but um Mm -hmm. but i think that's going to be it for this week's community discussion The Pantheon community is full of cool projects, new people, and things that are just worth sharing. Hmm? What's this over here? (gasps) Look at that. So let's see what we can find in this week's Community Spotlight. It's also a pretty light week for community content uh, as well, but uh, nevertheless, I'm happy to share with you all what I've dug up. Now, first off, uh, I am super happy <laughs> to see a new person in the introduce yourself forum oh my gosh it's um, been a while yeah, it really has uh not to say there hasn't been new people it's just i think it's just not a normal thing anymore to yeah. post but i'm really glad when people do uh and this one is it's you know called hi everyone um by hawk 72 uh pretty simple mm-hmm. they played wild wow for years and thought they'd give pantheon a shot so they just pledged um so be sure to go to the forums. I got a nice convenient link for you down below. <laughs> it's not that hard. Um, you just give them a huge welcome uh, into the community. Uh, I'd appreciate that. Absolutely. Yeah. Welcome Hawk72. Good to, uh, good to see somebody who still uses the forums, you know, even though they're kind of like a bit of a dinosaur these days. Um, <laughs> I still love a good forum post. So welcome to the community, bud. And uh, we've got another one from Sparrow. This one is called December could be a fantastic month for Pantheon. And this is uh, kind of Sparrow's monthly schedule overview videos. And uh, I really like this one specifically because there's like a little bit of extra contextual info alongside the, you know, kind of slim monthly schedule, which I think adds a a lot to it. And uh, that's a great resource uh, to Kind of just see what's going on, because uh, I know uh, w- it's been very obvious lately that not everyone reads the newsletter. <laughs> so <laughs> there was a there was a comic somebody posted. It was uh, a little while ago, but it really made me laugh. It was like you know riffing on the uh, roadmap to Alpha, and it's like all these detailed points, and the the one person just kept asking when's Alpha, and they would respond with like, "Oh, look at the roadmap. It says here." The next frame, when's alpha? <laughs> it's like, look at the roadmap. It's like three, four, five frames of this thing. And it's like, this, the question remains. <laughs> uh, yep. It's the, the, the heart of, uh, the hard parts of communication. Um, but if you do want those quick updates, go ahead and subscribe to Sparrow. She does those every month. It seems uh, so. Uh, check that out. Definitely. Now this next one, <laughs> this, this one is always super fun. So this is by Ben and I. And this is conspiracy conspiracy theory op ed eight the lion's prophecy. I feel like these articles from him should be like 
on a tattered note that you find me like hammered by a nail into a back alley wall somewhere. Dude. Like I feel like he's the underground posting posting notices in shady places of what's going on in the aristocracy. Totally. Like so did you play Cyberpunk? <laughs> Not yet. Oh no. my gosh. Can I can I spoil something that you probably have already seen before? Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know how yeah. Ko's in it? So his character is basically the Ben and I of cyberpunk. Oh, that's cool. And I didn't know that. Yes. Ooh. It's super fun. Um, and I just like this, this stuff it's, <laughs> I don't even want to really spoil it for you guys. Cause you should totally read it, but it's like Illuminati level conspiracy theory. Um, about, you know, in-game stuff or, you know, lore related stuff. And this one is like, like taking the shape of King's Reach and overlaying this lion sigil of Thronefast and like drawing conclusions about the various parts of it. And <laughs> yeah, I it's it cracks me up, man. Um, it's amazing. I think Ben and I is etching. He's he's aiming to try and get that co role in Pantheon. Maybe they're going to create a character with that's him in mind. that's what i hope like i i really That'd hope you can like find in the basement of some you know place in avalia <laughs> right <laughs> where it's just a, a bunch of notes on the wall with like stuff from ben and i's scrawlings i mean we talk about content creator access this is taking it to the next level <laughs> this is like getting yourself put into the game what more access there is is there than that? Uh, this uh, I, this is deserving. There's there's no content like Venonized content. I can say that confidently. It's truly, truly. Um, and then well, lastly, uh, we've got another video, and this is uh, by our friend Mister Mister Cottleshire or Mister C, and this is called <laughs> this is called What's Wrong with MMOs Now? And we mentioned this on the two hundred one, right? Um, but. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Mr. Mr. C put this video out. It kind of encapsulates a lot of uh, trends of the current MMO landscape. Um, then, in my opinion, it super cleverly sets up his position by uh, putting forth a bunch of his own standards of what might reverse the trend or what might you know make MMOs better. And what I think makes the video really effective is that he he doesn't actually even mention Pantheon <laughs> until like seven minutes until in. like. Yeah, very near the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it, I it just so happens that Pantheon's the only game that seems to you know even be trying to meet the standards that that he's setting throughout the video. Uh, and I just thought that was I, that was very well structured, well well done, um, and effective. So yeah, it's a really good video. I enjoyed it quite a bit. And like you said, he showed up on the two hundred one in chat, and we were very effusive with our praise. And he uh, he's making some really really strong content. So uh, yeah. really well produced cites all his sources like very well researched and stuff so quite enjoyable and very laid back very yes fun yes. and laid back so that's my kind of content <laughs> yeah for sure i'm really happy to add another not new because he's you know he's been doing stuff for a while but not one that i i get to throw on here very often and uh, the more the merrier so um i think that's gonna be it though yeah. for this week's community spotlight Sit back and relax. It's time for The Lore You Know. All right. So Lore You Know time and we have our Lore Keepers of the Week. You'll see some familiar names on there, some repeating names as returning Lore Keepers, which is excellent. 
So the question last week was, what was the type of creature that lives in Hangor? And of course, that is orcs. And the follow-up question was, what is the name of the clan of that creature? And that is the North Tusk Orcs. So that information was all uh, available, you know, from a little research, a little deep diving into, uh, well, looking at those concept art pieces for one, which I mentioned on the show, <clears throat> but also just a little bit of reading, a little bit of video watching, and you would have found that. So congrats to the Lore Keepers of the Week. Let's look at our questions for this week. Now, again, very recent stream from VR. We saw a watery natural phenomenon, and uh, this was not that long ago. What was the name of that natural phenomenon? And then the follow-up question is, which race would be most likely to take a swim in said natural Ooh, phenomenon? I, <laughs> I wonder if this is a trick question uh, that some people might fall for. <laughs> well, we'll have to wait and find out because uh, you never know. We got we to keep people on their toes around here with these lore keepers. We don't want them getting too comfortable. But uh, as always, go to the official website to look for that information at pantheonmo.com. Check out the playlist here on our YouTube channel. The Laura Library is very helpful for that. And uh, you can answer the questions by leaving a comment on the video or joining the Discord, leaving a comment in the Laura You Know channel, or you can DM me directly with your answers. So good luck to everybody. And that's this week's Laura You Know. And that is also this week's episode. So yeah, clocking in a little bit shorter yeah, than our usual a little bit. over an hour episode, but that's just fine. I think we were due for a do for a shorter one. I hope everybody's, uh, you know, stuck with us and is not passed out. If you are a <laughs> pre-alpha tester and are falling asleep on the couch or falling asleep wherever you are listening to the show. Yeah. I was um, about to say like, we're probably, you know, at the, at the end of our rope by the end of this episode too, <laughs> as we kind of like, just talk about content creation. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you have stuck with us, thank you so much. Uh, there, there will be more substantial uh, videos in the, or podcasts in the future. Yes. Next week should be a very interesting show based on the occurrence of this weekend. And then the weekend after that, should the co-stream go ahead on the 10th, oh, we will have a very yeah, that'll interesting be, show and lots to talk that'll about. I'll be a marathon show, I, I <laughs> can yeah. imagine. We'll, we'll make up for any uh, shortcomings at, at that time. So anyway, as Desiree said, thank you everybody for hanging out with us today. Be sure to uh, like and subscribe here if you haven't already. Share the show on your platform of choice and uh, we will uh, see you next week keep calm and pantheon on thank you for listening to this week's episode of the pantheon plus rewind pantheon plus is not affiliated with visionary realms be sure to check out our twitter twitch and youtube channels under the name pantheon plus you can follow theric at pantheon theric on twitter and desrin at desrin does also on twitter and you can stay up to date with all things Pantheon at www.pantheon.plus. Until next time, cheers and thanks for listening.